Welcome to the Property Voice Podcast, helping you to navigate safely through the world of property investing. Get the lowdown and updates, insights and outcomes on all matters property with a splash of entertainment along the way. The Property Voice, a voice to trust among the crowd. Now, let's get started with your host, Richard Brown. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Voice podcast. My name is Richard Brown and as always, it's a pleasure to have you join me again on the show today. Well, Happy New Year, folks. Um, you probably heard that quite a lot in the last few weeks. It's obviously about three weeks into the new year now. Not sure when you can stop or when it's right to stop sir, wishing people a Happy New Year. In my book, it's usually the month of January and all's good. So uh, Happy New Year, because it's, it's the first time I've spoken to you, obviously, in this new year. So I hope you're feeling refreshed and recharged after uh, a very nice uh, end of year uh, festive break. I certainly am. I really, really need a bit of time off and just to chill and do some reflection. And, and it was great. And in fact, it was um, part of that process which has really stimulated the idea for today's uh, podcast uh, episode. Something of an introduction, really, to the, uh, you know, get me back into things, shake off the cobwebs after a spell out. Uh, so it's audio only, no video. I'm, I'm kind of feeling a little bit, I've just got my gym clothes on. I'm um, unshaven. I've, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of not in the mood for a video. So I just thought I'd share an audio version with you today. So the two things I really wanted to talk about today, they're kind of related. One is about balance. So having a balanced uh, life if you like, very simplistically, uh, or, or, or all-embracing, should I say. And the other one is all about growth, personal growth. So very much related. Um, if you're anything like me, you might have used the uh, end of year as an opportunity, perhaps, to do some sort of review, uh, perhaps of the last year, and uh, some planning looking ahead to, to this year as well, and, and maybe looking at your goals and looking at what you intend to achieve over the next uh, 12 months. Um, that's certainly part of what I did. And this year did something slightly different because I um, got hold of a, a, a journal from Darren Hardy. You might know Darren Hardy who wrote The Compound Effect. Well, he's also produced a journal which he calls Living Your Best Year Ever. And from what I can gather, it's not available all of the time. I think it's on a limited release basis and it's updated uh, from time to time. But it came highly recommended to me by a mastermind group that I'm a member of. And so I thought, well, what's all this about? Let's have a look at it. And I ordered myself a copy. Um, bit of a tip, if you order three copies at once, you get a discount, which might cover any shipping costs. So if you're thinking about getting a copy for yourself, um, or you know, maybe you could club together with other people and get one. So that's a little bit of a sidebar. I I'm not on any sort of uh, affiliate scheme with Darren Hardy, trust me. But it was, um, it was really thought-provoking. That's what I really wanted to say. Um, I do uh, an end-of-year review. I do planning, etc. But this, this is something else, another level, really. Um, it takes you into quite a lot of detail, quite a lot of depth. And it was very healthy to do that. I would actually estimate that I spent probably over three days in total um, on this process, not in one go, but you know, dotted out over the course of a couple of weeks, actually, um, a couple of hours at a time, just going through the exercises uh, and do, you know, some of it was reflective and some of it's forward-looking uh, to set, make sure I have my sort of uh, strategy and my goals in line for this year ahead. So I went through that process. So anyway, it's something I might want to recommend to you. And, uh, but one of the exercises, just to pause on it, and this is all about the, um, the balance side of it, was he, he, he asked us to undertake an exercise where we look at the, uh, the wheel of life 
Uh, you might have heard of the Wheel of Life. It's a tool that you can use usually to self-score yourself in a number of areas of our life. You know, typically we have things like friends and family, uh, love and romance, finance, business, uh, those sorts of categories, if you like. And if you, if you, sorry, in Darren's version, I think there were potentially eight different categories. And let's just say it was slightly biased towards leaning towards his his way of thinking, his his world, if you like, uh, including do you subscribe to Darren Daly? And you get a point on the scoring system if you listen or watch Darren Daly. Well, you know, I just thought I was a little bit skewed in a way. So and and, and equally, I was a little bit dissatisfied with the that wheel. Uh, there are other elements of the uh, journal which are excellent, but that particular thought, well. I wanted to go and reinvent the wheel, didn't I? So uh, I went looking online and, and did a lot of research on the wheel of life. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty common coaching tool, self-evaluation tool that you can just go look on Google. You can find lots of versions yourself. Um, and you, you, can, you can just build your own model effectively. But I wanted to build a model there. And the models I was looking at I was somewhat dissatisfied with. And the reason I was dissatisfied, I felt there was a couple of missing elements. In order to do this justice, um, I'm sorry, most people who use this tool, they try and simplify it. So eight areas keeps it relatively simple. Score yourself in eight areas, focus on eight areas going forward, and you can have a balanced life. Well, if I just tell you that my reinvented wheel has 12, uh, I think it's 12, yeah, 12 areas, it does indeed, um, then you might think, oh, blimey, that's like, uh, that's, uh, that's like 50% more. That's an awful lot of work. Um, but actually, uh, if I tell you that two of those areas, one of which is uh, spiritual and moral compass, this is all about a direction. And, and I firmly believe if you don't know your purpose, if you don't know your direction in life, then how can you lead the balanced life? How do you know what you want? How do you know what is the right direction, the path that you should be heading on? So, yeah, I have fairly strong views about that. And so there's a, there's a whole the, the, there was a section on spiritual and moral compass that I, I really wanted to bring into it. And, uh, and the, other, the other one I felt was missing. And you, know, you could argue these don't really form part of this wheel. The other one was about um, habits, if you like. And um, I'm just looking for the, the part on my particular wheel to what I actually called it. Habits and routine. That's what I called it. Habits and routine. So two of the, two of the 12 are those. One is spiritual moral compass. The other one is habits and routine. And, so, and then that leaves 10. So I just kind of expanded by, uh, Darren's um, you know, general will by two new categories and have added in spiritual uh, and moral compass and habits and routine. And I'll just check off so that you're aware. You think, oh, yes, that makes sense. So we've got health and well-being. Who could argue uh, that shouldn't be on your wheel of life? Money and finance, friends and family, love and adventure. Uh, sorry, not love and adventure. I probably shouldn't have combined those two together. <laughs> love and romance is what I meant to say. And the other one, lifestyle, fun, and adventure. But, you know, it's up to you if you want to combine those. Um, we're, in a, we're in a modern world. Home and environment, uh, creativity and cultural, business and career, uh, community and contribution. I think that's all of them. I might have got that slightly modelled up because I've just tried to uh, put them in a, a, slight, a slight different sequence to what's in front of me. Anyway, needless to say, when you undertake this exercise, you do quickly realise if there's a bit of an imbalance in any particular area. And it's very easy, I think, when we're having this type of conversation, because uh, let's call it a conversation, even though I'm talking to you, that we, we look at the big two, as I call it, um, money and finance and, uh, and business and career. That's when we start talking about goals. We don't usually start talking about goals with friends and family and, and with, our, with our partners, do we? Um, but actually, it's all part of having a sort of well, uh, well-rounded life.
So I think it's great to look at these different areas. And, and so long story short, I constructed a, uh, a, a reinvented wheel of life with these particular areas in. So you can just, you know, they break down into four key areas. We've got guidance and growth. We've got relationships. We've got health and wealth. And we've got lifestyle. So I, I just felt they broke down neatly into those particular areas and, and the 12 break down into the uh, four uh, categories, if you like. So um, if you want to get a picture of this, there's going to be a picture in the show notes. And equally, if you'd like to get hold of a copy of the uh, Wheel of Life that uh, and the scorecard that goes along with that, that uh, I created, um, I'm going to share that with you as a resource. Uh, just drop me a line uh, and I'll, I'll freely share that with you. It comes with some instructions how to complete it. And um, it takes about 15 minutes just to complete that. So it's not as daunting as perhaps it might sound. Needless to say, once you start looking at the life, your life in balance, you start to see perhaps are there some areas where there's some you could do with some improvement and some gaps that, that perhaps need a little bit of working on. So that was the first part, if you like, and, and making sure we have balance in our life because there has to be uh, more to it than just work and money and all that sort of stuff. There's more to life than that. So, and as human beings, we've got bigger needs and uh, we want more than perhaps some of the other more instinct-driven animals out there. So we, you know, we strive to improve and grow and we want meaningful connections. We want a purpose and we want to have some fun along the way as well. So one of the things, uh, so that's the, that's the wheel of life. And I just kind of wanted to share that part first. So if you want a copy, drop me a line. I'll be more than happy to share that with you. But equally, just if you don't want to complete the wheel, just give some thought. Uh, is your life in balance? Um, because I don't think it can be sustainable if it's not, quite frankly. So there we are. The next part of uh, what I wanted to share was all about um, personal growth. And, and in looking at personal growth, I was, uh, I was doing some research. And, um, you know, what, funny enough, actually, if you, if you look at um, Darren Hardy again, he quoted that just 3% of people have some form of formalized approach to their personal development. Just 3%. It's not a lot, is it? So um, I'm, I'm sure most of you listening to this podcast probably are interested in personal development to some degree. That's probably why you're even listening. So you may be in the minority, um, but trust me, you're not in the uh, majority of people out there in the world because it seems not everybody does have this sort of approach. Well done you if you are. And if you're not, well, maybe there's something in here for you as well. But um, so when I started looking at uh, personal growth and development, I've been looking at this quite extensively Um well, I, I, I consider myself a lifelong learner anyway, but I've been looking at this topic quite extensively uh, recently. Um, there's a book called Mindset um, by uh, Carol Dweck, and she, she talks about having a growth mindset versus having a fixed mindset. It's a really interesting read, uh, by the way. So it's, um, it's maybe a book you want to get hold of in any case. And whilst we're on the subject of book references, I'm going to mention this later on, but I've just finished a book called The Spartan Way. And, uh, and that was, um, you know, this, the author, I think it's John DeSena, I might not have got that wrong, but I'll put the links to the books in the show notes for you. Um, he's talking about living a Spartan life or living life as a Spartan would. And if I just say that um, he's got sort of eight principles, well, he's got no more principles, but he summarizes this as things like pushing your body and mind to the limits, mastering your emotions, giving generously, uh, being a leader, um, standing up for your beliefs, Know, knowing your strengths and your flaws, uh, proving yourself through your actions, not your words, so in integrity, in other words, and living every day like it's your last. So 
uh, I've been stimulated, I guess you could say, with some of the reading. There's some other things I won't mention right now that I've been going through as well, which have kind of put me into that place. But what I really wanted to show was the idea of, uh, of, of our comfort zone. You probably idea you probably heard of the idea of the of our comfort zone. We're in a comfort zone. Now, if we're in a comfort zone, we feel safe and we feel in control. Um, you know, we we might also feel bored and unchallenged. It's that sort of safe place. It's that kind of routine. You know, nothing nothing's really stretching us in life. We perhaps go out to work. We're doing a job. We're okay with that. We're not really pushing that hard. Perhaps we come back and we just got our home life and you know it's just settled down to the normal sort of routine. But are we really pushing ourselves? And the point being, by uh, stretching outside of our comfort zone, then we are growing. Uh, and this links also to the growth mindset that I talked about earlier that Carol Dweck talks about. So pulling these ideas together, if we're in our comfort zone, by definition, we're not growing. And so uh, just, you know, we, we there's a couple of models out there. There's like... Uh, the, uh, the the comfort zone model uh, it's hard for me to describe I'll show it I'll show show a picture in the show notes but the comfort zone model goes from uh, left to right through comfort zone into the fear zone I'll come back to that into then the learning zone and then finally into the growth zone but this is really lifted this comfort zone model is lifted by uh, a person called Seninger who looked at you know growth and studied this concept um, at least a decade or two ago. And he had a more simplistic model. He had the comfort zone, the learning zone, and then the panic zone. So I'm going to try and tie those two concepts together a little bit. So if we're in the comfort zone, as I mentioned, we're fairly static, we're fairly stable, we feel safe, we feel in control, but perhaps we feel a little bit bored and a little bit unchallenged. And maybe we're not, you know, pushing ourselves to our our capabilities, uh, the, the strength, the length of our capabilities. Um, now we might want we might be a little bit afraid, and that's the fear zone from the comfort zone model. We might be a little bit afraid. We might lack, you know, self confidence. We might find some excuses, and we might be affected by other people's opinions. If we say we want to do something, we want to learn something new, we want to develop a new business model, for example, fear could strike us, and it could keep us back. It could hold us back. So we need to push through fear. And if we push through fear, hopefully we'll get to what's called the learning zone. Now both models have the learning zone. And that's where we're, we're willing to sort of take some risks and, uh, and, and maybe be challenged. We might feel exhilarated. We might feel excited, some of the emotions that we might feel there. Uh, we're willing to deal with problems and challenges too. We might acquire new skills. And of course, we're extending our comfort zone by going into this, into this learning zone. And that's really an optimal place to be. I dare say many, many of us uh, listening right now are perhaps in that place. If I go into the... Um, into the, into the next box on the left, uh, which you can't see, but the learning, the comfort zone model. Um, if we get into what's, what's called the growth zone, that's what Maslow might call self-actualization. If you've, you're uh, familiar with the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, we got this pyramid and at the top is self-actualization where, where really everything is just going, you know, we're living our dreams, we've found our purpose, uh, we can then set new goals and we can conquer those uh, objectives. So we're, just, we're really cooking it at best. We're not sort of learning. We're really sort of applying it and we're stretching on to yet another level. So that's the growth zone. Um, but I guess then looking back to Senninger's model, um, he's got another zone, which is called the panic zone. So we had the fear zone earlier, which can hold us back. And then we've got the panic zone, which is where perhaps we've overextended ourselves. So this is really where we fi- we might feel exhausted or even tense, anxious, and again, afraid. 
Because if we push ourselves too far, perhaps, outside of our comfort zone, we might actually find ourselves in this panic zone. And of course, that's not a good place to be. So we need to find this balance, don't we? We need to find the balance to get out of our comfort zone, break through the fear zone, into the learning zone. And if we're fortunate enough, we might self-actualize and land in the growth zone and hopefully not get in the panic zone where we've just overextended ourselves. And, and that can happen. So that's another reason why I actually talk about the wheel of life. So what the purpose of the wheel of life is just to make sure that we're not overextending ourselves with learning and development. And maybe it comes at too much of a price, too much of a cost in some, some other uh, elements of our lives. So um, I think the two things go hand in hand. Hopefully you can see that, uh, even if you couldn't see me trying to describe the pictures, but they, they're going to be in the show notes. And if you've been following anything I've been sharing on social media, you've probably seen them anyway. Uh, if you haven't, no problem. It's going to be there for you to refer back to. So I, I guess that's the main thing I wanted to talk about and, and really to put it in context. So if you've really been working on your goals and your, you know, your plans for the year, one, how balanced are they? So have you addressed all of those uh, you know, 12 areas? I talked about the four categories, the 12 areas on the personal balance or the wheel of life, as I talked about earlier. Um, might be worth a check in there, don't you think? And second of all, uh, in terms of your learning and development, um, have you made sure that it's, again, striking the right balance, that it's stretching you out of your comfort zone? Hopefully you're going to push through the fear, uh, but without you know, getting into the panic zone that you've taken on too much. Uh, I think, you know, we've all got to have this sense of balance and sense of perspective in our life. And so, you know, it's, it's just finding that right place. So learning and then hopefully landing in the growth zone um, as we probably, you know, as we mature and we we re- start to realize our goals and our dreams and our purpose in life. So they were the main things I really wanted to talk about today, um, just to kick us off, uh, particularly as New Year's resolutions, plans, etc. might be at the top of our mind. Hopefully that's helpful. As I mentioned, drop me a line if you'd like to get hold of the uh, Reinvented Wheel of Life with its uh, scorecard system. You know you can always reach me, podcast at thepropertyvoice.net. I've, uh, I'll, be, I'll be happy to, to share that information with you. And in fact, this uh, particular theme is, is similar to the article I'm, I'm, uh, I've just currently prepared for my YPN column, the, the Your Property Network column that I write every month. You are aware of that I write for YPN, I believe. Uh, if not, you can always get hold of a copy of, uh, of this article. Drop me a line again. And indeed, all of the articles that I write for YPN magazine, if you just if just drop me a line, podcast at propertyvoice.net. And uh, if you're interested in subscribing to the YPN articles, I'll make sure that my assistant, Karen, uh, adds you to the list so you can see all the back catalogue. And then you'll get a little nudge every now and again when there's a new article that's come out. So very common theme. It's top of mind. Um, what I didn't mention is... Um, I'm right in the middle of a 21-day challenge uh, that I, and indeed a small group of people, there's about a dozen of us, have taken on where we're just trying to bring in a new habit into our lives each day. So it's stimulated by some of this stuff, as you can probably imagine. Uh, I think we're about 10 days into the 21-day challenge, trying to do something every single day, that includes weekends, which is you know building to, um, they're not necessarily business goals, they're just building towards personal habits and routines. And of course, it's in the wheel of life. Um, trying to bed things in. Personally, I'm trying to exercise every single day for 21 days, and that's going really, really well. I'm also trying to read every single day for 21 days. Um, sometimes I used to take weekends off, for example. So 
just trying to you know build a new habit and the best way to build a new habit is to practice it and have the discipline and then it becomes second nature so different people have got different habits some people are journaling some people are you know trying to get up at certain times and have a morning routine a lot of people doing exercise and uh, dietary sort of stuff so um yeah anyway I, I might share some of that and just some of the findings of that exercise uh, later on and how that's gone but anyway i do don't do digress i probably ought to draw the uh, episode to a close i guess i'll just di- uh, signpost you to the website thepropertyvoice.net where you can find a brief summary of the show notes and um, and anything that i've referred to today such as the book links the resources will be mentioned there too so that's over the website but i guess all that remains to be said right now is uh, thank you very much for joining me once again on the property voice podcast And until next time, it's ciao, ciao. Thank you for listening today. Now head over to thepropertyvoice.net for more inspirational content and get updates through our mailing list. Join us next time on the Property Voice podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to rate us on iTunes.